This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. The information presented on this program is meant to provide general information about the topics discussed and is not necessarily the opinion of Mississippi Public Broadcasting. The information presented does not create any type of relationship between the hosts and guests and the listening audience. Please consult an appropriate professional for guidance about your concerns. Welcome to AutoCorrect, helping you correct your auto problems. I'm Liz Gill with the lady auto mechanic, Allison Walker, ASE certified. Hello, Allison. Hello. Happy We're Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day to you, too. And, uh, yeah, today we're going to talk about Valentine gifts for drivers between uh, our listeners' repair questions and calls. Uh, Michelle, can you get Java, or can you tell us what we already had a caller this morning that couldn't stay on the line, and can you tell us what they said? Oh, here comes Java. He's going to tell us what the, our nice caller said. Well, I guess I, I can't say it in such a lovely voice that uh, that the caller said it in, <laughs> but she said the information that she gets from AutoCorrect makes her heart her heart her like a fine-tuned engine. <laughs> That's so nice. That is awesome. Awesome. We really appreciate our mm-hmm. listeners, and we love how Mississippi and the whole state has embraced our show and enjoys learning from it and uh, contributing and being a part of it. And she said that on Valentine's Day. Something's a little fitting about that. You know, it's 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 very nice. <laughs> it's very nice. So you have the this afternoon, folks, to get your Valentines for your sweeties. Have you exchanged Valentines yet, Allison? I, I want to ask what you what you got or received. I got a Valentine's this morning. I gave a little bit of a Valentine's this morning, but we're not done. We have all day long. We Excellent dinner, dancing, some Ooh, other little things. All right. So, yeah. Well, my husband and I decided uh, we're saving up for a cruise. We're going to go on a cruise this summer. So we decided to, uh, you could go to the the dollar store and buy a card and one thing to go on the cruise because they have these lists of 21 things you absolutely didn't know you needed on a cruise. So I got a cute card and a book light. And nice. that way he can, on the airplane over, or if I like to go to bed early, so he can turn on the book light. And we could also put it in the bathroom if, to use as a night light. And he got me, he went over budget. He got me three things from the dollar store. Oh. He got um, <laughs> uh, some clear bottles that you need to go on the airplane. And he got me uh, some tissues and some, uh, oh, no, some disinfecting wipes and some of the great big clothespins to like use everywhere. Michelle, have you got Valentine's plans with your sweetie? You've got a couple of sweeties. You've got a baby sweetie and a a sugar sweetie. I do. And guess what? Guess whose sweetie's going to get it tonight? My sweetie (laughs) that's 15, about to be 16. I texted her a little bit ago and I asked her, would she like to go to dinner with me? She's my Valentine all year long. So I'm going to treat her and her friends to dinner tonight. Girls night. 
Excellent. That's what I'm going to do. So, Excellent. Oh, I'm about to tear up. Oh, that's, so <laughs> that's so sweet. Y'all have fun. I know. We will. Hopefully it won't be that's crowded great. everywhere. That's what we're concerned about. But Well, maybe they'll go out Friday night or Saturday that, night. Exactly. Romantically. Like, we're going to do it True. early, so about 6 o'clock. Yeah. All right. There you go. Well, if you want to talk about Valentine's Day or if you have a car question that will make your Valentine's Day uh, go smoother if it's repaired, we'd love for you to call us. Our number is one 877 MPB ring 1-877-672-7464. Our email address is auto at mpbonline.org. And now we are happy to have Lisa. Lisa, welcome to AutoCorrect. We're so glad you called in this morning. Hello. <laughs> he was supposed to make it rhyme, but he messed oh. up. Okay. I don't oh, know what he straighten oh. us out. This is the lady that called earlier and left a, the message for us about her heart burn. So what's the correct way to say okay. it? Okay. The information I get from AutoCorrect makes my heart purr like a fine-tuned motor. Awesome. Motor. Awesome. Well, we're so glad. that R a little Thank bit. Thank you. <laughs> That's really sweet listen. of you. I do listen. Yes, I do listen. It's like, I was like oh, no, not engine motor. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much. Thanks, Lisa. That's awesome. And y'all have a wonderful day. You too. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye. All right. So That's here we go. Cool. If you haven't already gotten a Valentine's Day gift for someone, your sweetheart that you love, male or female, this can go either way one suggestion is a car wash kit yeah car wash kit's good now you don't because you don't just use dawn dishwashing soap on your car paint right don't no it strips (laughs) it yeah you need to use one that works like kind of like a a wax protectant honestly you need to wax your car because it helps protect your coat big time right and you can do at least a quick wax if you don't feel comfortable (laughs) excuse me with the whole process and then all right then you maintain it with a wax protectant Wash, so please don't use Dawn on your car. And I have found if you wa- hand wash your car, not just spray it at the at the spray car wash, but if you hand wash your car, if you hand wax your car, you become intimate and 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 learn the details of your car. You're you, right. You yeah. notice, hey, I didn't notice that ding in my door, or where did that come from the oh, yeah. the front uh, bumper or the back yeah. bumper? You you get to know your yeah. car and you. Uh, Appreciate it, and I feel like you take you right. know you take care of it more. I used to detail my cars even if they weren't running. I would <laughs> I would pull them out and clean them up. That's how much I love them. All right, and yeah. if uh, to make it even nicer, you could give the car wash kit. You could give a, a coupon for the first wash. Oh, all right. Let's mm-hmm. go to Kim. Kim, thank you for calling in to AutoCorrect today. Uh, you're on the air. Hey, how you doing? Oh, we're great. We're so glad you called in today. Well, thank you. Um, yeah, my problem is my alternator. I oh. start the, I got a I got a two thousand and two Dodge van. Okay. okay. Um I'll start my van, drive ten, fifteen minutes, and my electric gauge drops to zero. I uh turn off the car, turn off my van, turn it back on. Does the same thing. You know, when I uh put my electric meter on it and when it's you know, when it's running, I'm getting my my full what, 12.5 volts. And when I, uh, you know, when the drops to zero, I'm getting, I think it was three volts is what it said. Change you know, the it sounds like it that you did change the alternator and it's still doing the same thing. Yes. 
it sounds like maybe that alternator's not working right because it should go up to like 14 something volts when you're yeah, driving. Yeah, I just, um, right now, um, you know, my battery went dead. I put it on the trickle charger, charged it up, but it's it's running. Oh, it looks like it's running like 12 volts. I haven't put my meter on it, but, you know, the gauge is not running up high like it was. Uh, um, if, if once you crank up the car and it, the voltage isn't going past battery voltage, which is 12.6, 12.5, like you said, and it's not pushing more than that because the alternator's got to go over that to charge it, and then right. something's wrong with your alternator. Um, did you buy a remanufactured, or where'd you get your alternator from? I got it at Napa. Okay. Well, um, that could have been remanufactured or, or it could have been new. Some of the remanufactured, you got to think about they're, they're doing this in China under some intense conditions. Sometimes they're a little bit faulty. Something I do with my alternators and starters is get them rebuilt at a local electrical shop for like 60 to $80. Yeah, and it gets done better. That. Yeah, that's I was a good kind of in a hurry that day. Right, <laughs> right. Um, yeah, usually the turnaround, it is about three hours if you take it off and bring it up there, um, give or take. Usually they're swamped. I know my electrical places, they're always swamped. But anyway, that's one option. But the other is I would take it, if you could get it to, if you want to be for sure if it's that's what it is or this will help you along, is take it to the auto parts store and let them put the battery alternator starter tester on your car. And that puts it under load, which you can't do with just an electrical multi-tester. And it will see if your alternator is pushing. It gives you a little bit more accurate test than just using your multi-tester. Um, but that's one thing that could help. It could it could show you a weakness in that alternator. I'm guessing it could it could it sounds like that alternator's not working right. Honestly, could be a bad connection or something. But but maybe that that alternator's not quite pushing like it should. Yeah, what would a bad connection be? That just simply hooked up to your alternator when you unhooked it and replaced it just it's not tightened down enough and so it's just getting a little bit like an intermittent connection or it's just not getting enough voltage through to charge the battery yeah because you got what is two connections on your alternator that you've got to make sure or are um, yeah. good tight on yeah, there. On yeah, make sure it's tight on the car, but that's, you know, that's kind of obvious, but that's where it grounds um, to the engine. Um, check your battery cables. Make sure your cables are tight and good and clean. Um, so that's something to look at your connections. But it sounds like, honestly, like your alternator's not quite doing what it should. If it's not going above 12.6 volts, as soon as you turn on the car, it should be at about around 14, just 13 or so yeah. to 14 and a half. And then when you rev it up to, to 2,500 RPM, it should it should definitely go up to 14-something or so volts. That's when it your alternator starts pushing. It when I rev it up, but it doesn't get up to that 14. That, you that's definitely. You know, it's a fully charged battery, maybe. Right. But, you know, that's a quintessential alternator problem, and it would take about t- 10 to 15 minutes to run that battery down. Sometimes it's quicker. Uh, your battery must be pretty powerful to last that long while you're driving. So it, that's a quintessential alternator problem if it's not when you when you get in there. Yeah, well, it, up, it wasn't not. too long ago. My alternator, I guess it, it 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 overloaded, I guess, you know. It would not cut down. And oh, it yeah. And my battery out. The and voltage so, you know, regulator the inside of it. I haven't had bad. any good luck since. Mm. The voltage regulator inside of them can go bad. 
All right, Kim, we hope that that helps you. Uh, A couple more gifts that uh, if you haven't gotten one for your Valentine would be uh, a headlight restoration kit. I saw that there's a 3M one, and it did have the gradations of the sandpaper. We did a whole show on headlight restorations. We did, and if you do that, make sure you put the clear coat of the UV protectant clear that's coat right. on that that's not in the 3M kit. That just has the sandpaper that you use, oh, which okay. is neat. Yep. Uh, also, if your person is a uh, as a techie, you could get them a diagnostic tool, yeah. maybe. Yeah, they have them. Um, you can get them for about 40 bucks to just read the code right. on, on uh, at Harbor Freight or something like that, and that's a neat little tool. And then get the app. What was the auto codes app that I use that I absolutely love? Um, that's a good one. And you can kind of use it in conjunction with that. Now you can get it read at, at an auto parts store, but they, they'll tell you what the code says, but not exactly what it may be. They'll, they can kind of help you with that a little bit. But but it is, I like, I have to obviously have an OBD2 right. scan tool reader. I like your I like your backup camera and or, just, or even just a camera in general for your car, because these days it seems like everyone needs it. And I think you had one listening there for like 40 to 80 bucks for a camera for your car. Right. That is a great gift. All right. For anyone. Allison, you auto be my Valentine. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to continue our discussion of Valentines for drivers when we come back from our break. If you have a problem with your vehicle, give us a call 1-877-MPB-RING. That's 1-877-672-7464. You can also send us an email auto at mpbonline.org. Is your car under recall? We'll have a list of ones that are when we come back. You're listening to AutoCorrect on MPB Think Radio. You're listening to AutoCorrect on MPB Think Radio. Welcome back to AutoCorrect. Happy Valentine's Day with Allison Walker, the lady auto mechanic. I am Liz Gill. Now, if you can't listen to our show all the way through live, find our podcast. I like to listen to podcasts when I'm cooking. Here are our recalls for the week. The 2017-2018 Porsche Panamera and more than half a dozen automakers added another 1.5 million vehicles to the growing list of cars recalled to fix faulty Takata airbags. The affected vehicles include now Audi, BMW, Mercedes-Benz, Subaru, Tesla, and Volkswagen. You can find out if your car has a past recall by going to the National Highway Transportation Safety Administration's website, nhtsa.gov slash recalls, and inputting your VIN number. We're talking about Valentine's today. In addition to taking your vehicle repair questions, our number is one 877 
672-7464. We're happy that Mikey from Mobile has called in this morning. Happy Valentine's Day, Mikey. We're glad you've called on. Call, called in. You. Thank you. Um, happy Valentine's Day to you two also. Um, and thank you so much for everything you do all year. Thank you. Thank you very um, much. Uh, my my question is regarding the radiator. Uh, it was running. It ran hot and seemed to boil over. I, pu- I managed to pull it over into. A, I had my dogs with me, of course. You know, which makes uh. things handy. Um, uh, <laughs> I pulled over and um, put a little water in it. And uh, since then, I've kind of left it in the driveway for the most part, except for short trips, very short trips, a couple of blocks. It was fine. Uh, I mean, it was fine for the short trips. But when it started to run up to about 20 minutes, it was uh, it was it would go from nothing to super hot. So um, I I checked oil, added more oil, got brought that up to the, the and yesterday I checked that it's a Nissan, um, an old Nissan, um, over 30 years old, but I love it. It's a great. Wait, what Nissan truck. is it? It's it's a pickup truck. Oh, um, nice. A cab pickup that's um, 86 and a half. The 720 yeah. or what? What is the different ones back then? Them. It's, it's, would that be the uh, the hard body or the before that? The hard body or the what? Because <laughs> in the nineties they had the hard body. Before that it was like a seven twenty or something like that. Different Datsun. That was that was when they still called it Datsun back then. And then they changed it to the Nissan hard body. And then they went to the Frontier. Uh, okay. Well, it's just a pickup truck with a king cab. Okay. And, uh, and I mean, it's it's uh, like I say, and I love it because it's simple enough that I can actually, you know, kind of. And it, okay, hopefully I diagnosed this right, and I do have. I am going to do the question. Um, uh, yesterday uh, I tried it again, uh, knowing that the oil. I didn't want to overfill the oil because you did warn about that. Now I thought that I had overfilled the water because, of course, this has one of what I call the burp, you know, um, water reservoir. Right. Mm-hmm. In it. And and the manual says don't you know, don't refill directly into the radiator, refill into the reservoir. So I did that but I overfilled it with water because I was just trying to get home to get the dogs out. Um and uh, uh, it, at first, it did not take up the reservoir water. When I checked it yesterday, it had taken it up, but it was still not showing anything in the radiator itself. So when I started pouring water into the radiator, it took about three quarts. Wow. And I, yeah. I refilled it with um, uh, uh, strained rainwater because that's what I had. And uh, my question is, do I need to add antifreeze to it now? Yeah, you need to uh, drain your radiator and put in the 50-50 solution or if you're comfortable with doing the the mixture with the full um the the full coolant and mixing it with water. But um what I would do honestly is take it to a shop that you feel comfortable with and have them diagnose in a cooling system problem. There's some reason it overheated, whether the water pump's not working, it doesn't exactly sound like a thermostat. But um, so something's happened or you've got a leak or something where it, it leaked out and then it caused the overheat. So you've got something going on with your system. It didn't just randomly overheat and well, then not I, do it I, again. I, it. I I look underneath and it's on a concrete driveway so that I can see and I checked mm-hmm. it while it was I've let it idle for up to 40 minutes in in the driveway because as i say you know if i'm going 
you know, the towing thing and all that stuff. I'm going to do the best I can before I get to that point. Um, uh, so, and it doesn't appear to be leaking. Okay. Anything. Mm-hmm. Um, there, there had been a few drops of oil, but that was before I, I started checking and making sure that the fluids were okay. And uh, it doesn't seem to be leaking any water either. It, yeah, it could be your water pump has stopped working. Uh, it could be that your um, your heater core is clogged and it's not circulating the way it's supposed to. It could be that your fan, the, the fan clutch is acting up and it's not uh, engaging and working the way it's supposed to. So there's a few different components there that could be causing the problem. So those are the different things you want to check. If you feel comfortable to keep checking it, but it, it, it doesn't sound like you know the system quite well enough to do that. I would recommend taking it to a shop and having them look over it um, and just try to figure out what's going on with it. it could, it's probably simple on those cars. And that's why I want to thank you so much because um, you just told me that, you know, the three things that I need to check and the the thing that I need to do. And even if I don't do it myself, I feel a lot more comfortable going into somebody else's place to have it done. Yeah. If I I have some understanding of what it is because, you know, it's like, oh, well, here's your problem. You know, the spark plugs under the the, uh, carpeting are not working. Right. <laughs> Thank you so much. You're, Happy you're very welcome. Day. Happy Valentine's Day. And this is good where I recommend people to say you got something as simple as an oil change or tire rotation. Do it at a local independent shop. Don't do it at a quick change or something like that. Go somewhere where they have a certified good mechanics at it and establish a relationship with simple things. And then when you have a problem like this, they are, they know who you are. They might even just kind of look at it and not charge you a whole lot. You know, you get a relationship with them. So this is one of Allison's big tips is take your car with these minor things to a major shop. And then when you have a major problem, it might be minor. (laughs) (laughs) A very good tip. We're talking about Valentine's Day. In addition to taking your vehicle repair questions, our number is 1-877-MPB-RING. That's 1-877-MPB-RING. 672-7464. Our email is auto at mpbonline.org. Mike, we're so glad that you called from Corinth. Uh, Go ahead. You're on autocorrect. Yes, I had several questions about uh, electric cars, not hybrids, but electrics. Yeah, okay. Uh, I thought if I could find a used uh, electric car, I might be interested in it. Uh, Are there any fluids that have to be changed in an electric car? Yes, brake fluid. That system is still the same. Uh, On my hybrid, and this is going to be similar to an electrical car, they haven't changed anything with that yet. There's nothing on the system that... Now, the regenerative braking does not actually work at your brakes. It works within your transmission, Uh, and that's like an alternator now and that's generally what they use in electric and hybrid and that generates the power to your car but your your regular system is all the same and on all cars your brake fluid needs to be changed every two to three years because it gets it gets um, moisture regardless of whether you're using it or not um so then you have your cooling system and if it's i imagine the most electrical cars are set up kind of like my hybrid it it has the cooling system that's for my engine 
but it has a cooling system that's for the inverter and all that stuff. All that has to be flushed and changed on intervals just the same as you would your engine. It's going to it's gonna get bad over time and stop doing its properties. And when coolant breaks down, you start having corrosion problems, build up, scale, stuff like that. And it starts clogging things up and you don't get the flow that you want. Um, so that's, that's going to be the same on those cars. Now, power steering fluid, that's something that's kind of it's going away um they're using electric power steering for almost all cars now and really i don't think there's anything serviceable on those unless you get inside your rack and pinion and and flush the fluid directly in there but there is no reservoir on top of the car for that anymore um other than that i don't i actually think the electrical as far as i know those are the only things i can think of everything else is it's it's they're almost a maintenance-free system, which is really neat. Uh, so electric cars are, are really awesome. They're they're actually really a good direction that we're going in. Honestly, there's been electric cars since the time cars have come out, but they, they've been kind of ignored and, or pushed down. But they are an awesome format, so I think, you would, I think you would enjoy one if you got it. The Nissan Leaf supposedly is doing really, really well. It's a really uh, reliable car, really um, good long longevity and then of course every year they're getting more and more miles that you can get on the car so unless you're driving on a vacation you're you're daily driving in electrical cars it's it's going to cover that you'll be fine getting around town so it's 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 pretty neat setup yeah i was going to ask you uh you said something about the leaf if uh if that would be your preference uh for an electric car yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, uh, I guess as far as recharging at home, I'd probably need a 240 outlet. I think you can use a regular, and then you can upgrade to that system, too, if you want it faster charge. I think it costs more for that. I'm, that may be dense, different between manufacturers, too. Um, something that might you might like, that, or, or this is something if people aren't comfortable with a complete electric, you can do the plug-in hybrid, which will run it on electric a lot longer than a regular hybrid and save you that much more gas. And that's that's where you plug it in and charge it up. And that's it charges it more than the engine can. Uh, that's a neat little step into the electric world if you feel uh, uncomfortable going complete electric. So that's a neat setup. But as far as I know, they, they, they can just plug directly into your, your house. You don't have to have the special 240 um, charge. But I think, like I said, I think that's an option for a lot of manufacturers. And, you, of course, you, you charge it faster. It just costs a little bit more for the different plugs set up for your car. So that's something you yeah, have to check uh, in. I think the Prius has a plug-in. Hybrid. They do have a plug-in hybrid option. Almost all of them do now. So they have your regular hybrid, which you never plug in. It's charged through the the car uh, gas engine. And, of course, it doesn't go as far on electric. And then you have your plug-in hybrid. Then you have your full electric, which has no gas engine in it. Um, So those are the different options right now. I have one more question. Uh, I have a 2009 Prius, just like you do. And you had mentioned changing sales out in the hybrid battery. How many sales are there in the hybrid battery? Ooh, you know, I'm not really sure how many are in there. Uh, You know, I know it, but I just can't remember how many it is. I want to (laughs) say you got me. That's a good question. Mike, how about uh, we could uh, uh, we're going to about to go to break and we'll you keep listening and we'll let Allison do some detective work. okay? 
Okay. Thank you very much. Oh, you're welcome. We are talking about gifts for your loved ones who drive and taking your car repair questions. And we'll do, we'll continue after the break. The number is 1-877-MPB-RING. That's 1-877-672-7464. You can also send us an email, which we have one from... Uh, that we'll get to when we come back. Uh, our email is auto at mpbonline.org. What's an unreliable car not to buy? We'll get to that. You're listening to AutoCorrect on MPB Think Radio. You're listening to AutoCorrect on MPB Think Radio. Get your MPB car tag anytime. It doesn't even have to be up for renewal. Simply go to your county office to sign up. When you get an MPB car tag, a portion of the fee helps MPB continue to educate, inform, and entertain Mississippians. For details, visit mpbonline.org slash car tag. We'll see you on the road. Thank you for listening to AutoCorrect on MPB Think Radio this Valentine's Day. Allison Walker, the lady auto mechanic, is our expert. I'm Liz Gill, and I hope you've downloaded our app for your smartphone, the MPB Public Media app. Consumer Reports has a list of 108 2007 to 16 models that have a record of much worse than average overall reliability based on subscriber responses to their annual auto survey. Today, we're going to caution you about... What's it going to be? It's going to be the Nissan Pathfinder model years... 2013 and 14. Please consider reading up on the reliability of this car before purchasing it as a used car, suggests Consumer Reports. Carcomplaints.com is another resource list of unreliable cars. And if you're interested in reviews of new cars, Casey Williams is the automotive correspondent for W. FYI, a public radio station in Indianapolis. He's reviewed cars and covered the auto industry for 25 years, and his review this week is on the 2019 Mazda CX-5. All right. That's a good point to bring out that the Pathfinder is known for years to be very reliable. It's, a, mm-hmm. it's an awesome, awesome vehicle. But then they had they tried something different, or they 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 upgraded technology. You have a couple of years that are bad. Yeah, this can happen on any any line of car. So it's, like I've said before, it's car. It's year specific. So. That's right. All right, we're talking about Valentine's Day gifts for the special driver in your life, and you had a update for our last caller, Mike. Yeah, on the hybrid, uh, how many cells are in the hybrid battery? I was right. It's in the 20s. It's 28. All right. I was thinking 23, but 28 cells. And so you would test them individually if you had a problem with it versus replacing the whole entire unit, which is very expensive. All right. Allison is here specifically to answer your car repair questions. We'd love for you to give us a call. Our number is one 877 Six seven two seven four six four. Lee from Waynesboro, we're so glad that you called into AutoCorrect today. Go ahead. V? I enjoy, I enjoy your show. My question is, when I'm driving, I have the radio on, it, it'll flash off and it'll flash back on. 
And uh, my main question is, what causes the motor, I've been told, to um, leak oil? It's a Toyota Camry 2007. Ah, good question. So, V, is it using oil or is it leaking oil? It both. Okay. That uh, both. Toyota had a few engines out there, and that, that may be one of them where they consumed oil. They had a bad piston ring on it. They did a recall on some of the Priuses for that. On the Priuses from 2010 and 2012's recall to replace that the piston ring on the oil ring on the piston. But um, so you've got a car that uses oil and leaks oil. Um, I'll, I'll throw out a couple things as fast as I can on that. With it using oil, um, you, it, it, it might need a rebuild for that. Or you, something that helps is putting an oil catch can in your PCV system. And I'm just going to leave that at that and let pe- people study that or someone can ask about it. They want further information. But that keeps the oil out of your engine, which makes that, that oil consumption worse over time. Um, and the other thing with it leaking oil, a lot of people don't know to replace their PCV valve, which would, that can get stuck closed, and then it puts all this pressure inside of your engine, and it will cause leaks um, that normally your car wouldn't have. So that's just a couple quick things. Without looking further into your car and knowing what it is, that's that's the most information I can give that, that kind of helps with that. The oil pressure switch is one that commonly uh, causes oil leaks on cars, and that's a really simple fix. Um, they just go bad. They're under a lot of pressure, and they'll leak out that little little pressure switch is down on the block. And um, But as far as your radio flashing, is that what it is? Your radio's coming on and off? Yes, at times it started to do that. Okay. You, you probably need a new radio unit on that. You can get an aftermarket in that car since it's an older one, or it's expensive usually to get the actual OEM replacement. What uh, is the aftermarket, please? The, the aftermarket? That's just getting one that's not Toyota brand and getting okay. just like a Pioneer sound system or something like that in there. Sure. Thank you. You're very welcome. V, we're so glad you called in. If anyone else would love to call, we've got wide open phones. Our phone number is one eight seven seven mpb ring That's one. 1- Let's go through a couple more gifts, suggestions, and then we've got an email. A car cover. You know, lots of folks, if they have an extra car or if they live in an apartment building, it's good to have a car cover, and those are usually model-specific. No, you can get them where they're size specific. Okay, no, you can. You sometimes some cars have them where they're available for that, but most of them it's just size specific. You can go to auto parts store and pick out your size. There's their size different, medium size vans, large vans, and they run about forty bucks probably. Okay, a mechanics tool set that might be nice. I like that for everyone. I think everyone should have it. <laughs> and this was something we talked about last week. We had. Uh, we talked about a, a jump starter, having one of these things in your car that you just attach and you can jump your car if you need yeah. it, jump a friend's car if you need it. Yeah, and it's like the size of a big cell phone, some of them. 
Uh, they're so neat. I really love those. I, I, I need to get one. So it's just you keep it charged up, just like the extra that you can keep for your phone, the extra battery for it. It's a little bigger than that, and it can jump your car. Okay. Uh, a portable vacuum I is always that. nice. For people who are clean. <laughs> if they're not, I don't think it's going to help. <laughs> Here's something I'll tell you. A friend, I, I was told this third hand that the person I knew went to rent an apartment. And the apartment manager walked out with them out to their car oh, yeah. and looked in their car because they didn't want to rent the apartment to someone who wouldn't take care of it, and they figured you would take care of the apartment how you take care of your car. Yeah. I kind of like that. Can you do that to everyone, you know, <laughs> like if you're a clean person? Before I go on this blind <laughs> date with you, I yeah. would like to look in your car. Yeah. <laughs> uh, another option might be a radar detector. Yeah. Although, personally... Go the speed limit. Yeah, go the speed limit. <laughs> or a car detailing kit or a coupon for car dealing. That detailing, that might be a nice Valentine's Day gift. Yeah, yeah, I like that. All right, let's go to Larry in Carthage. Larry, thank you for calling in to AutoCorrect today. Well, thank you for taking my call. You know, cars do and trucks do drive a lot better when they clean. <laughs> yes, they do. <laughs> a well, lot better. And I mean, you feel better. <laughs> I, I'm going to throw you one. And I don't think you can figure it out. Okay. And you probably can't talk to me long enough. But let me tell you, I got a Ford Ranger truck V6, okay? Okay. Uh, and uh, what I have to do right now, I got a quick connect on the hot post. At night, I just take it loose and I hook it. If it's hooked up, it stays hooked up, it pulls the battery down. All right. What I done on the ground cable, the negative cable, took it loose, hooked my... Our tester, amp tester, and our volt tester put one on the post and one on the cable, and it's pulling two and a half amps. Yeah, I got so you. So something, I've unhooked every fuse, uh, the regulator, what is not regulator, the, the big square things, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, relays. Re- relays, one at a time, and it hadn't it hadn't budged. I got something for you. the alternator. Go for it. I got something for you. Uh, it could be in your ignition switch. Is just keeping something on that you you're not able to find. It's it's keeping more systems. I know that's what's going on in my van right now. It's not one system, but 2.5 amps speaks kind of at one system. Let me tell you something that I read about recently. Someone did when they had a parasitic drain on their car, and that's what you have. 2.5 amps is too many amps for yeah. your car to be off. It should yep. it could be pulling under an amp, and that's not going to yeah. drain your battery. But you're right, 2.5 to 3 amps. You know you've got a parasitic drain somewhere. Um, This guy took a a heat thermometer laser tester, temperature tester, and ran it down his fuses till he found one that was too hot, that was obviously hotter than the rest, and was able to pinpoint which system in his car was. I got a better off a heat gun, you know, that you aim at grease, you know. Tell you how hot your grease is. Will that work? I would think so. Maybe if it's laser. Right. I talked setting. to another guy, and he just told me to bring it Lee with him a day or two, and he said he might have to get on the dash and see if he could unplug part of the harness at a time or something, see what what it was. Like that's there. a I, that's a good idea. 
Um, yeah. But but yeah, so that's. I, I tell you, it'll drive you batty. It's, it's, oh, don't tell me. I know. Yeah. I know. But anyway, oh, happy Valentine's Day and thank you a lot. Happy Valentine's to you too. Okay. Thanks for Have calling. Bye bye. All right, Larry, we're so glad you called in. Uh, we're going dis- to we're discussing gifts for Valentine's Day when we come back from the break. We're also taking your repair questions. Our number is 1877 MPB ring. That's 1877-672-7464. You can send us an email auto at mpbonline.org. What's in the news? We'll let you know. Hang on a minute. This is Autocorrect on MPB Think Radio. to autocorrect on MPB Think Radio. It's an expensive cycle. Insurance, gas, maintenance. Let us help break it by turning that car of yours into public radio. If your car is more work than it's useful, donate it to us. We'll pick it up, get top dollar for it, and use the funds to bring you more of your favorite shows. You might even qualify for a tax deduction. Donate your car, motorcycle, boat, or RV by going to mpbonline.org. Welcome back to AutoCorrect. If you've missed any of our program, you can listen to the whole show at mpbonline.org slash autocorrect. And here is what's in the news this week. Braking systems required, but not in the USA. Forty countries led by Japan and the European Union, and not including U.S. or China, have agreed to require new cars and light commercial vehicles to be equipped with automated braking systems starting next year, the United Nations Economic Commission for Europe announced Tuesday. The regulation will require all vehicles sold to come equipped with the technology by which sensors monitor how close a pedestrian or an object might be. UNEC spokesman Jean Rodriguez said the solution would affect some 20 million cars in the EU, Japan, and elsewhere each year. Wow, that's... That's bananas, honestly. But that's but, pushing us right into the, yeah. the automated. We're not getting out of it. That's right. All right. We've got uh, Ben, David, and Joe. We're going to go right through you. Be quick, and we'll try to get to you all. Ben, thanks for calling into AutoCorrect. Go ahead, please. Yes, ma'am. First of all, I love your show. And, Thank you. Uh, happy all the way in day. Tennessee, you're listening, I see. That's awesome. Thank you. Yes, ma'am. I, yeah, I listen to you all day, every day. Awesome. <laughs> Um, yes, I've got a, a 2000 Nissan Frontier truck. Yep. And uh, when I bought it about four or five months ago, uh, the service engine light was on. And then I went and had the uh, codes pulled at AutoZone. And it said that uh, it had an 
EGR mal- uh, flow malfunction. Yep, an inefficiency. Yes, ma'am. Yep. Is that something that, that I can fix uh, pretty easily, or do I need to take it to a mechanic or, or what? Now, I had uh, a, like a shade tree mechanic tell me that I need to take the, uh, the Allen bolts uh, out of the uh, intake and run a brush and some cleaner down in there. Is that, is that correct, or do I need to do something different? I don't remember if it's got Allen bolts or not. Or that. I just took one of those off of a truck. Um, but, yeah, the, you can take that EGR the, valve off and clean it. And just be well, prepared that it's part of the exhaust system so those bolts are can be tough. So you want to use some penetrant and a wire brush and clean up those bolts before you start trying to take them off. Right. Right. Yeah. Uh, well, what was really uh, strange was, uh, the, you know, the service engine light was on, and then it went off, then it came back on. So, yeah. Uh, it's probably sticking and then causing that light to come off and it's and it's busting loose. But that's the EGR valve has nothing but exhaust gases running through it, so that it'll it'll get clogged up. That's just something that eventually it'll clog up and you have to either replace it or hopefully you can just clean it with a throttle yeah. body cleaner um, right. and see if it'll clear it up. Sometimes it will. Sometimes it will. But but yes, yeah. that is something you can do totally. That's that's a really easy repair on any car. On on that one specifically, it's pretty easy. Okay. Well, it's got the uh, two point four four cylinder. It's got two hundred forty three thousand miles on it, but it's it's, it's yeah. been a really good truck. Those are great engines. That's the engine I race in my car. It's the two point. Well, that's the double overhead cam. But yeah, those are those are great. Yeah. great vehicles. Yeah, mine's 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 the sixteen valve double overhead cam. And, yep. and it's, it's it's been a really good truck. I pull a trailer with a, a lawnmower, a couple of lawnmowers, you know, riding lawnmower and some tools and all that, and. It's it's been a really good truck, and I'm you know I'm happy with. It. My sister had actually an '85 uh, hard body that they had 580 thousand miles on it. Now I think it's still running. Nissan was a truck company, so they're awesome. That's how they started, yeah. and they're still making awesome trucks. So that's that you got the best. All right. Well, thank well, you thank for you. calling. Thank you very much. You're thank very you very welcome. much for answering my call, and, and you have a very very uh, nice day, and happy Valentine's Day again, and uh, everybody be safe out there. Same to you. Happy Valentine's Day. Thanks, okay, Ben. Thank Let's go to Joe in Mobile. Joe, thanks for calling to autocorrect. Go ahead. You're welcome. Thank you. Uh, I, I have a, on my on the dash that little light that shows the battery uh, is on, but not all the time. Sometimes it's on, sometimes it's not. And also the brake, the brake, you know, when you pull the handbrake, it shows the, the, the light on there. But when the, the brake is not on and it's not pulled uh it still still shows that light all the time oh okay um you, let's see that's a what year is your hyundai elantra we see it it's a 2004 2004 i would check your brake fluid and see if it's uh the level it's supposed to be that's one thing that can set a brake light off there's actually a few things that can so you might want to read your owner's manual and see what all sets off that light it, i don't think that has a brake pad indicator but uh, which on some cars it'll it'll set the light off but usually it's fluid or that or that brake light being on the another thing that it could be well, I don't. I don't think it could be that. It would set the ABS light off too. So that's that's brake fluid. The next thing I would check that anyway. Makes, that makes sense. Uh, that that it would might be low on fluid, but also how about the battery uh, indicator right, right. On, on the dash? Uh, I tell you exactly what I do. The battery indicator, and um, I would take it to an auto parts store. 
and have them put it on their battery tester and it puts it under load and you it'll give you an idea if your battery's just weak and it's just kind of messing up a little bit or if the alternator is acting up uh so those that oh, test that also, whole system out also another thing too is like when i'm driving at night the uh the lights like they dim and then they get brighter and they dim it's kind of like it doesn't stay one one strength all the time. It goes down and up and down and up. Okay. What, Something's going on with your charging you? system. So it could be a battery. It could be your alternator that's just it's, it's not acting right. So it's slowly dying. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to guess that it's probably going to die soon, one or the other, the battery or the alternator. Something's okay. not acting right okay. there. Okay. Thank you. Thank you so much. You, I, I will check welcome. that. Yes, Thank you very much. You're Bye-bye. Welcome. Bye-bye. All right. Thanks, Joe. Uh, David from Horn Lake, we're going to need you to email us. Our address is auto at mpbonline.org. We've just plum run out of time today. Allison, I'm so glad that uh, you've been here with us today. Yeah. Glad you had a good ski trip last week. Yes, me too. (laughs) All right. And I'm Liz Gill with uh, the lady auto mechanic, Allison Walker, ASC certified. Uh, Jay and Michelle and Java, who has helped put our show on, I really like you. (laughs) So for Allison Walker, you can follow on Facebook, Snapchat, and Instagram as the Lady Auto Mechanic. I'm Liz Gill. Up next is our Thursday Southern Remedy show, Kids and Teens with Dr. Morgan McLeod. Join us again next Thursday at 10 a.m. for AutoCorrect on MPB Think Radio. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand.